Today is a beautiful day. In fact, it's a very beautiful day. The sun is shining outside. It's all nice and yellow in this Hollywood Bed studio. As you know, Hit the Target podcast is the home of champions, and today's show is dedicated to the champions. I'm obviously not alone in the champion celebration. I'm joined by Pro Pilania Sandawana through and through. And of course, if he's talking Sandawana, we have to mention the head coach, Rulani Mokwena. Coach, let's uh, let's start by welcoming you. It's a pleasure to have you in Durban. Of course, uh, you're here for pre-season preparations. Mm. How are you doing? Very well, Jess. Uh, thanks for having me. It's good to be with uh, you guys in your in your nice uh, nest, uh, the Hollywood bets best bet nest. Yeah, that's a bit of a tongue twister. Mm, mm, mm. Hollywood, Sounds like a good ride. Hollywood yeah, yeah, bets nest. Mm. Could be a, a new name for our podcast yeah, if we ever. <coughs> welcome to the yeah, Hollywood if, if, Nest. If you want to rebrand, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so, give me give me the naming rights and <laughs> the recognition. So no, then you can have it. Yeah, hundred percent. So how are you feeling on this uh, beautiful sunny day? Well, it feels good. You know, um, when you are sitting next to the championship winning coach. Uh, the best coach uh, in the country at the moment. And uh, you know that uh, sometimes we have to control the excitement. You know how excited I am. Yeah, no, same. Uh, coach, we, we mentioned it off-air now that we had a conversation, I think, around the World Cup time. And it's just such an honor to meet you. And we've always wanted to, you know, organize the setup mm, and right. to have you in studio with us because we've seen how you talk about football. We've heard how you talk about football. But now to feel it in action, first-hand action, it's it's it's... I think we both honor. I think I speak for Pro as well. Mm. Uh, but coach, let's talk about the. It's my honor, actually. <laughs> I'm really privileged and excited to be here. Thanks for having that, me. That means a lot to us, coach. The Prince uh, Mangosutu Legacy Cup that takes place this Saturday at Ulundi Stadium. How's the uh, preseason been like for you and uh, the players? Yeah, preseason has been very good. Uh, we are in week three now of our work. We've had uh, 13 training sessions. We just concluded training session number 14 today mm. which uh, was more of like a tactical region session because we had a we had a match yesterday against Royal AM where we played um, we played three halves of 60 minutes and uh, we played three teams and they played three teams and uh, uh, but so far so good we've we've worked on a lot of uh, very different things that we we're trying to introduce for the new season mm -hmm. uh, some things we worked on last season and we were not we thought they were good ideas and we could expand on them and uh, of course then preseason gives you an opportunity to to try to maximize on these ideas and try to get the best out of them so i want to unpack your plan as well but coach i just want to stay with you now for this question it's an interesting question i saw on social media that mm -hmm. you know a lot of well, PSL fans are saying that so much happens behind closed doors in terms of preseason preparations, mm. and you mentioned playing Royal AM yesterday. Mm. Why do you think that that's so, and why do you think it doesn't get as much coverage as it should? Do you think it's a, a good way of hiding tactics? I mean, you mentioned a tactical session. What's what's the, the I don't know. I think I think we've just, it's just a South African culture to be very secretive with regards to things that happen in football, particularly with tactics. Uh, but if you if you read and you listen and you you try to get into the space of some of the best coaches in the world they'll tell you that in football there's no secrets the game is yeah the game has been there long enough for 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 nothing to be new i mean no one reinvents the wheel and 
And anyway, uh, with the advancement of society, brings in greater influence of technology and science. Uh, it already means that from match day one, uh, the footage is always available to the opposition. So mm-hmm. uh, you try to move in a direction where even though people have access to your games and to to your content, you are still uh, a few yards ahead of everybody else. That's what that's what you try to do. I mean, uh, just this morning I, I I was watching first Arsenal and then Bayern and uh, and and Man City, and mm-hmm. already those games are are televised, and already those games are, are put uh, uh, for people to be able to see, and and you can already get a, a, a huge insight for an example it looks like Nagelsmann is going for a 442 mm-hmm. uh, that has a 42222 you know which allows and all this we know by preseason games so you already know that mm-hmm. by preseason games but how he adapts it and how he changes it and evolves the schemes as the season goes is is, is stuff we may not be privy to because yeah. there is also uh, the the work that happens behind the scenes but I don't know. I think it's a South African culture. I think it mm-hmm. is. It is still. I mean, uh, the other day, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns started uh, producing the behind the scenes of training footage and some of the sessions, and and then some of uh, the videos went spiral. You know, viral. You mm-hmm. know, and spiraled out of a bit of, of control <laughs> because the people are saying, "Yeah, but uh, this is a little bit too much information for the opposition. Why do?" You <laughs> But the, but these things are always up mm-hmm. in, uh, in on social media. The mm-hmm. best clubs in the world put, I mean, you see, you see uh, Tottenham's training sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conte's work in in Thailand is is up already. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Pep's work already in America is up. You mm-hmm. know, so uh, maybe maybe I'm a bit new school and I don't believe in in hiding tactics and things. But I I, I am in favor for. For allowing people to have a view and and to see what happens behind closed doors, you know, it brings the supporters a little bit closer to you. But mm. coach, while while you're still there, do you think that it's about time now a club like Sundowns produces um, an all or nothing type of documentary like we see Arsenal is doing lately? I I don't want to speak ahead of turn, but I do know that there have been discussions like that at Sundowns uh, with regards to setting up something like that. Of course. Uh, it doesn't help when you don't start it from the beginning, like from day one of the season up until mm. the last day, and you see the build up and the work. So, so to hijack the season doesn't necessarily help you to set up something like that because uh, as it culminates with whatever happens at the end of the season, you are able to track the progress. And, and, and when we speak about uh, trusting the process. I mean, things things of that nature uh, allow you to be able to to get a little bit closer to 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 that space, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I think it's important, and uh, and I think eventually we will get there. Mm-hmm. We we are always a little bit late with regards to moving into the space where everybody else is, but but I think eventually we will get there because uh, there is a huge demand for for that type of. Uh, Entertainment, particularly from a from a football sense, where the supporters want to know mm-hmm. what happens behind the scenes in some of the big clubs, and and that also allows you to 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 make the supporters feel like they are part of the process, mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. the end result. Because if you look at football as a supporter, 
and particularly in South African football, I, I, my influence or my, my, my relations of, of being part of a football club comes only with my attendance to a match. Mm-hmm. And the attendance to a match is, is just the final part of the process, the mm, the process is Monday. What happens? Tuesday? What happens? Wednesday? What happens? Uh, do you have the training sessions, the meetings with the players, the meetings with the agents, the meetings? It's not just and the Saturday. Say, it's not just the Saturday game. We we as coaches take the Saturday game just as the the overview of uh, the work that was done. Mm in preparing for the match on the weekend. And is that a decision that was made internally by Sundowns or has that been asked by the PSL that coverage behind the scenes? Is that no, I don't know. just for Sundowns or? No, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm speaking in a, uh, and I, I stand to be corrected because mm-hmm. it's a space that I am not a, an expert in and I don't, I'm not privy to as much information, but I do know the whispers that happen in the corridors. Can't be an expert at everything, coach. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we, we try to... You've already won a league. No, no, no. We, <laughs> coach is leaving this little bit. Well, I think, I think it's, it's, it's discussions that I've heard in the corridors, but it's good discussions and mm-hmm. it's good to, to hear and see that a club like Sundowns is open to discussing those type of ideas you know because because the reality is that uh, in football at the moment the the space is is very closeted Mm -hmm. you know it's a Mm -hmm. it's a very privatized space and uh, and maybe that's why we 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 do not have as much uh, support interaction and, mm-hmm. and, and and involvement in in our clubs you know mm-hmm. so so maybe one of the things to look at is i mean you watch um uh Bayern, Bayern versus Cologne was it Bayern versus Cologne when you had the players with uh, the body first cameras person, yeah. yeah it was Cologne, in Cologne and it's, it's incredible mm-hmm. but i already you 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 can see where that thing is going because mm-hmm. metaverse and and uh, already in, in in various other elements of society mm-hmm. You see that you can actually attend a, a concert by being at yeah. home, <laughs> and all you have is this uh, infrared sort mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, scientifically connected, and you can still feel the atmosphere. But me personally, s- I'll be seasick. I just no, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's 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 it's, and already already when you when you think as a coach, because the reality is, um, I always say to people that as a coach, I I have three things. I I respect the game of the past. Mm. I study the game of the present and I anticipate the game of the future. Mm. So if I'm sitting here and I'm saying, right, now already you're seeing these these vests that are mm. that are put on the players. Mm. What is what is the first thing that comes to your mind? And you you're saying, could you could you already be selling uh, these um, what do you call them? These uh, virtual reality tickets for supporters. Yeah. So I I have the privilege to log on to 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 whatever computer system and technology, and I log on to a Rulani Mukwena vest, and I participate in watching the match mm. through Rulani Mukwena's movements. <laughs> and, and mm. Do you see what that's I mean? Crazy, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. but yeah. but very soon you're gonna get mm-hmm. to that level. You you know, and where mm. you get. You get you get not just the the, the 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 tickets, and maybe even in South African football where it is not so big to for supporters to go into stadiums. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a, a clubs don't make a lot of money from gate takings in South Africa. Mm-hmm. A big portion of, of of the business models of European clubs is from from gate takings. Mm-hmm. 
But maybe if you say to, 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 to the South African public and try to get a step ahead is to say, maybe uh, these virtual reality tickets might be something to consider where you can watch the game, but be in the comfort of your home, watch it on your phone, mm-hmm. but, but you get exclusive visual footage, maybe from one of the players' jersey cameras mm-hmm. or from a, and, and, and maybe it's an experience that a lot of people should. I, it was just something that I thought about when I was watching it. Maybe it's a crazy idea, <laughs> but it's, it was something that came to me. Maybe it's something on the pipeline, who knows? It's possible. There's people <laughs> who have bigger brains and greater ideas and know how to use these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than I would. I just, I just like watching tactics and, and, but and coach, doing those. Tactics. But, but coach, oh, oh, on my end, I just want to get back to to the to the football playing side. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and I want to ask you before you decide. Okay, let's let's look at um, the preseason training for um, at the moment. Um, we've got senior players and we've got younger players, players from the uh, TDC team who are also part of the first team. Before you decide um, to loan out the player, what do you look for? Um, how do you decide the team that you want to loan the player to? For example, you want to loan um, offensive machine with all due respect. But what what do you look at? Yeah, it's it, 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 it's very difficult in South Africa because uh, and 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 for for many 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 reasons, pro and uh, you're already looking at. First is the financial aspects. Is 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 uh, the loan has lots of other technical detail that needs to be agreed. And sometimes s- some of the clubs are not prepared to take players on loan because the package is a bit beyond their reach. And so then 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 options become limited because it it's uh, it then goes into other spaces where you are saying okay, if we if we are prepared to as a club to loan the player to you. And maybe we can come to some form of financial agreement mm. to say maybe we pay 40% of the, the salary and you pay 60 or we pay 50 and you pay 50 or whatever it is, you pay the signing on fee and we pay this. So there's a lot of deliberations and discussions. Mm. So so first, the affordability is number one mm. consideration because uh, it could tick many other boxes. Uh, and then you find that the club is not able to 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 carry the players package and then you you back to square one mm. and then there's 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 what we would say as as interest is 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 the club interested in in is is there a need for them to 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 recruit or accommodate a left back a right back a center back etc etc and and does that give us an opportunity to assist the player in developing? Because the one of the primary reason to send out a player on loan is you've got vested interest in the player. You do feel that there is some form of future integration and involvement for the player at the football club, mm-hmm. but not now. So so you still want the player to be able to develop his career, but it might not necessarily be with you. So it doesn't make sense to send one of your up-and-coming uh, central midfielders to a club that already has eight central midfielders. Mm. So, so we, we, you, you move away from the financial aspects and then you move to, to the interest and, and the possibilities for, for further growth. Mm. So, so once then you, you, you start to consider that type of space, you then move into the technical aspects. You, 
you, you, the profile of the coach, the profile of the playing style, is it a little bit close or far from where you are? Because it helps the player to, to develop in a playing style that is close to your playing style. Uh, or maybe there are certain aspects of, for an example, uh, I was very excited to see Fisongobeni last season playing at left wing mm-hmm. for Super Sport, you know, and and <coughs> because because as a as a as a left fullback for Mamelodi Sundowns, there's a huge huge demand for your offensive involvement in the game. Mm. So when he's played at left wing, you know that he's going to be involved in in the parts of the field that are further up. And then that breeds a f- sense of familiarity, and then you're, he's developing into, into, into a fullback when he returns the type of fullback that you'd want, like a Tapelo, a Mudao, a Mudiba, Laila K, who, who have a sense of familiarity with, with areas in and around the box. Mm. So, so you look at things like that, and uh, you, those are things that you, you have to take into consideration. But... But but it's it's not as simplified as as it seems for everybody else because everybody just sees oh Sundown sends a player on loan to to SuperSport or yeah. you know, do you know what I mean? Mm. There's a lot of considerations that have to take place. I'm glad I'm glad uh, Pro actually brought up loans and transfers because coach this this season I think it's been Pro maybe you'll agree with me that it's been so bizarre where we've seen. 13, 14, 15 players signed by new mm. clubs. Um, minimum seven <laughs> for a new team. And it's, it's quite crazy because as a coach, how do you prepare for the upcoming seasons knowing the Kaiser Chiefs or the Sikukune United, for example, that you played last season is not going to be the same this season? Yeah, but the, well, your question is, 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 uh, is strange because we have that at Hollywood Pets and that involves also from a financial sense mm-hmm. the, the involvement of football. And when you look at you look at the 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 climate of South African football in in from a financial sense and and the impact that COVID has had, mm. you you then have a, a better understanding of 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 a couple of things. One, why the PSL took so long to open up stadiums, mm. and 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 a lot of I know a lot of people were saying, okay, guys, we need supporters in the stadiums, but not much has changed. Yeah. Uh, the stadiums are open, but there are still a couple of teams that play almost very close to mm-hmm. to to empty stadiums, even though the stadiums are open. And mm-hmm. and 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 the 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 adverse effects on football clubs is that it's actually a lot more costly to have stadiums open and have an empty playing in an empty stadium where. You've now had to get your EMS services. You've got to hire uh, security companies. You've got to prepare catering, uh, catering and, and many other logistics to be mm-hmm. able to, to, to for, the, for the stadium to be given a green light to be able to host a football match. And then you, you're saying to yourself, okay, but what do you get in return? Because the stadium is still empty. Because, yeah. because from a financial perspective, there's not, there's not a lot that you're getting. Mm-hmm. That type of uh, effect also affects the books and balancing of the books for the football clubs. And therefore, when you see 15, 16 uh, players being released, and and if you look very closely at a lot of those players, it's it's the high package players that were released mm-hmm. from a lot of the clubs where the clubs are now trying to manage the wage bills because... Uh, our our game is in a is in a very precarious sort of uh, position, you know. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, that is not only from a from a technical tactical space where you 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 speak about preparation and analysis and because that you can I mean after after a couple of games already four or five games you already see how Chiefs will be playing how Pirates will be playing with the new coach and uh, mm. how uh, SuperSport will do with uh, with Gavin Hunt of course that is part of the coach's job you know it's our jobs to make sure that we have the intel of, of the opposition and we are well aware of what is happening and uh, the other good part is that they, you don't expect a lot of surprises because it looks like a lot of the players are players that are circulating between the clubs so mm. Uh, the 15 players that were released at Maritzburg, for an example, four or five of those will go to to Amazulu. Uh, another two will mm. go to Golden Arrows. So mm. you still have more or less the same type of uh, players, and then of course not a lot changes from a, from an individual profiling perspective. Because if if I have Colum uh, uh, Lambo at Amazulu and now he's at uh, Yes, Galaxy. It's the same column Lambo that you had at Pirates. It's the same column Lambo that you had at Amazulu. It's the same column Lambo that you're going to have at, 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 at TS Galaxy. Mm-hmm. How they incorporate them into their schemes and their mm-hmm. way of working um, is, 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 is up to what you expect from the coach and what you see. But mm-hmm. the reality is I don't expect too much to change from a, mm-hmm. from a, from a technical, tactical perspective, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, although uh, it will be very interesting to see, uh, um, you know, especially the teams that have new coaches, Kevin mm-hmm. at Supersport. Interesting to see Pirates as a coach with the, with the back three. So we'll, we'll, it will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. I suppose the hard job pro is for other teams, the other 15 teams in the league. I'm not saying Coach Rulani has an easy job of here, but now it's for the other teams closing that gap. We've seen what Sundance have done, I think. Today they've just unveiled or taken pictures of Ronan Williams in his new jersey. I see, in fact, now on, on my laptop, it just shows it's it's come up. Uh, Ronan's over the line, so... And it's going to be interesting as well for, for, for Coach. Maybe Coach can, can give us um, yeah, his perspective on this mm-hmm. one. You've got... Um, Kennedy Mwini, I think the most decorated goalkeeper in South Africa. Uh, Kev Champions League, AFCON, Kev mm. Super Cup, mm. multiple league titles. You've got uh, Dennis Onyango, 2016 African Coach of the Year. Um, now you've got Bafana Bafana, number one co- uh, number one goalkeeper in the team. Captain. And you still, Bafana Bafana captain for that matter. <laughs> and you still have um, Ariad Peter, who in my opinion was one of uh, uh, the best players at Sundowns last season with all the opportunities that he got. I think he played brilliantly. I agree with you. 100%. And now you've got the Bafana Bafana captain in the team. What does it mean to Coach Rolani now preparing a team that will play the MTN 8, that will play the TSCV Premiership, that will play the NetBank Cup, that will play the CAF Champions League. What what happens in Coach Roland Mokwena's head when he's about to announce his first starting lineup? Well, the the good thing is that it's not only in my head. We've got uh, one, two, three, four heads. <laughs> uh, particularly in that space with Wendell Robinson and that, uh, that also gives you eight pairs of eyes. So the the headache goes to to all of us, and maybe that's why I don't have as many grey hairs as I should have by now, <laughs> because we share we share this cake, you know, a lot. But 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 all it means, I think, is just improved competition, and you know, and big clubs have always have the responsibility of improving their squads. Mm. And when you hear within uh, the transfer market that there is availability of 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 a standout player, mm. 
it is the responsibility of a big football club to to pursue mm-hmm. and uh, we are just uh, grateful that Ronwen saw us as the the better option mm-hmm. and uh, and he's been very vocal about it yeah, yeah, yeah. and and that humbles us and uh, but at the same time we also understand the we understand the market the, the market is not very easy pro mm-hmm. uh, the the work that goes behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, by people like Fleming and Yugesh and Stan mm-hmm. uh, to 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 navigate and try to to bring us the best players um, allows us to be very competitive in the market but competitive in the right way mm-hmm. because we've also got a responsibility one from a political sense that we we are not seen to be Uh, weakening the well I don't want to go into that space mm-hmm. I want to from a political sense is very sensitive because what we are going through as a as a country economically mm-hmm. is, is very very difficult mm-hmm. so you don't want to be seen as people that are negligent and extremely uh, careless with 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 the economic mm-hmm. resources that we are privileged to have mm-hmm. Uh, because that then also sends the wrong message to to a society that is uh, struggling with uh, employment of its people and uh, and uh, inflation and interest rates and 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 then increased uh, difficulty in, in terms of the standard of living you know so so we we have to show that uh, we are also responsible people in, in, in the leadership positions that we've been given and also understanding the, the, the effects that, I mean, can you imagine what uh, it, would, it would look like if we spend ridiculous amounts of money on, on recruiting players instead of re- uh, starting up uh, functions that could assist you with with employing mm. five or six people and, and trying to put bread I, on the table. I, I read somewhere that uh, Sundown spent 51 million rand. A Chilean midfielder. <laughs> Signing a Chilean midfielder. <laughs> 51 million rand. Coach. So that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm mm. saying we, mm. we, 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 we are not in that space where mm. we are very reckless. We, ah. we, it, can, it cannot be uh, because economically the, the country itself, uh, I, what I always say is, 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 is football is only microscopic reflection of society mm-hmm. you can't uh, ex- exclude football from society mm-hmm. uh, I am a football coach f- okay well maybe for 24 hours but at I, I spend only a couple of hours at work mm-hmm. uh, with my sundowns cap on when I go home I'm integrated into society mm-hmm. it becomes very difficult to leave my football persona and my activities of football when i when i leave the office because mm-hmm. i carry my my work and i carry my 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 responsibilities and my tasks well into the the late hours and early hours of the morning but the reality is if you look at even our players they are they are football players for the two hours 90 minutes or whatever it is and then they are integrated into society mm-hmm. so what what does that say when you've got a player that costs you ridiculous amounts of money and he's integrated into a society where You've got almost uh, 30%, 40% of its people unemployed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you, 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 you cannot move into that space uh, recklessly. Mm-hmm. You've still got to show a sense of responsibility mm. and a sense of uh, awareness for where we are as a, as a country and, uh, 
and uh, it's very important that but uh, we also still have a responsibility to the same people within our societies because sundowns uh, has a responsibility to influence the happiness index of our people mm. and f- and football provides such a huge opportunity mm-hmm. to make people happy in a very difficult time at the moment mm. and the best way to make people happy is by winning Mm. And you can only win when you have the best players because the game belongs to the players. It's not really about the coaches. Coach, um, you keep on winning. Uh, last season you won a treble. You've only lost um, four league games in two seasons. Why Sundown still does not fill stadiums, especially when they play home games? It's a good question. It's a good question, but it's a it's a question I think the club is on top of and uh, the marketing, the 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 PR department of the club is, is still on top of Do you feel like as a coach you've played your part? Well, we, we, we have to play our part mm-hmm. because our part is to make sure that one, we play a game that reflects what, uh, not, and this is very important because, and, I, and I'm going to try to be very quick with this answer, but the reality is it's a little bit more complex than that. Mm-hmm. History already suggests that, that Sundowns does not have the following that the Chiefs and Pirates has. And and before you even start thinking about raising the ceiling or, or raising the floor in, in with regards to the supporters at the stadium, you've got to also accept the current status quo mm-hmm. because that then drives you to, to where your target market is. Mm-hmm. Because Sundowns then has to say, if we cannot try to recruit what is a space that uh, traditionally is already occupied by mm-hmm. maybe some of your your other clubs that historically have very deeper mm-hmm. uh, establishments within its communities you then have to look at this new generation of 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 of, of youngsters of people who love the game and then that's your target market mm-hmm. but then you have to have a clear understanding of that target market mm-hmm. take for an example red bull and and its franchises mm-hmm. they are very clear that the the all red bull teams must play fast mm-hmm. aggressive mm-hmm. and offensive almost like football. the energy drink yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the energy <laughs> because it must appeal it must appeal mm-hmm. to this current generation mm-hmm. this current generation is not a generation that that is patient mm. that says oh i'll wait mm. uh, no 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 football is not entertaining mm. they want it now, now. Mm. the trophy must be delivered now the the good football mm. fast food the goal must mm. come now there's no such thing as a three-year four-year project no 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 no. there's no time for that it's it's instant that's why it's instagram and mm. social media is taking so many mm. things because you you load this thing and already retweets likes mm. and endorphins and uh, serotonin and all these could feel good sort of hormones are, are released mm-hmm. so this this is a generation that lives on that that lives on adrenaline uh, endorphin serotonin and and that then also says what type of football are you playing is it a football that not only is appealing to the established sundowns fans that see the club and say where's my shoe shine and piano where's mm-hmm. my where's my samba boys where's my brazilians mm-hmm. but it's also a football that needs to be played that's appealing to the current target market who are mm-hmm. the new breed of sundown supporters that want to see a consistently winning team a, a team that scores consistently goals and that plays a game that is appealing to modern day society mm-hmm. so so that is a space that is is a is a very critical space it's, i'm not again mm-hmm. it's a space that i'm not an expert in <laughs> but it's a space that uh, i try to read up and with a little bit of my understanding try to have a, a little bit of a finger on 
Okay, coach, with you trying to find that balance, um, trying to recruit um, the new generation of supporters and all those kind of things, you are also involved um, in a football club called Black Poison. Mm. Um, we've watched classic games on TV. We've seen the numbers uh, there. We've seen the numbers there. <laughs> and uh, we've seen the kind of entertainment people um, people in Gauteng in particular are yeah. accustomed to. Um, then there's um, a football lover that is sitting in KZN or in Cape Town or in Eastern Cape. They watch the thing and they call it nonsense. They say, what in Gauteng you perceive as, as, as entertainment in other provinces they see as nonsense. The debate between professional football and Kasi football. What's your take? No, there's, there's space for it. Uh, there's space for it because the type of football you see in, in the township is, is the type of football that you saw in the, in, in the mid 40s, uh, 50s, in the 60s. I was privileged enough that I studied uh, the history of football. And maybe because I was privileged to have access to probably one of the greatest football mm. players that played during those times in the mm. apartheid era mm. in Braje. Mm. And one of the things that I spoke to him about and I asked him, I said, listen, why is why is this thing of of standing on the ball, Livala and Ishibobo, only synonymous with black people? Mm. And the answer was very simple. He said to me, Football was the only escape of returning the ridicule mm. that the white people gave us. Mm. And that if I could hit a vala on a white person and he ducks and dives and mm. people <laughs> laugh at me, mm. that was the only space where I could do something that mm. could ridicule a white man and not mm. get arrested. Mm. What I want. That's it, powerful. Uh, no, and they used, mm. black people yeah. used that as, a, mm. as their way of, of leverage and their, yeah. their now. So, so of course the game has become business orientated and, and all of that, but it's still an entertainment, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, Black Poison does not play the the, the standing on the balls and, and that, but because I don't feel that that mm -hmm. unless unless it assists you in, in creating goals and, and mm -hmm. you know, but mm -hmm. we've still got a, a responsibility to, to to provide entertaining football. And I do think if you look at spaces like um Brazil, for an example, mm. the football that's played at amateur level, be it uh, futsal or be it uh, in the favelas where you play small-sided games or small small games in, in the streets, mm. that has a huge bearing on, on still the development. A lot of the players, the best players, Robinho, mm. Ronaldinho, Neymar, mm. all, the, all the best players in, in Brazilian football played amateur football, played in the favelas, and, and I think that space still has a huge, huge role to play in terms of recruiting and supplying players for professional football, I think. Bro, mm. well, we finally know why every Sundance coach either has shorts here or they're bald because there's so much happening there. It's the grey hairs, they, they're trying to hide it's it. very coach. difficult. <laughs> we see right through you. <laughs> uh, but Coach Rolani McQuina, thanks, uh, thanks a lot for joining us in our Hit the Target studio. Of course, always a pleasure having you, Pro Lani as well. The studio's very yellow today. Yeah, very, you know, very. You know, th th that's why you're smiling. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've been trying to turn sundowns, but I, I giving you the giving you the. You know what? I had that God of Honor lined up for you, and you didn't attend it. So that's <laughs> it's, that's on you. Nah, don't worry. We'll fix it next time. Coach, thanks. Uh, thanks for, for having us. me, Jess. Uh, Pro, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for being uh, having me. <laughs> Until next time, Jess. Thank you.